0: welcome to row Two play podcast i am your game master kent blue we are an actual play podcast where i play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world so if you're ready grab a player sheet grab some dice and let's row to play what's up everyone and welcome back to rotoplay podcast i'm your game master kent blue i am fresh off of my return trip from gen con well about a week now but it was such an amazing experience um i just i'm gonna devote a whole episode to gen con uh it's gonna be up in just a few weeks so you'll get to hear all my thoughts i'm gonna bring on some guests to talk about their experience uh it was a lot of fun. I love Gen Con. It was overwhelming, but I think I know what to do differently for next year to have just a greater experience. So in a couple weeks, look for that special Gen Con episode where I where I'll give all my thoughts on the convention. So right now, we're going to talk about something, two somethings that are very exciting that happened today. Uh, you know Tim and Kristen Devine of Dice Up Games. They're on the frequently on the show. Good friends of mine, great role players, just great people in general. Uh, they have Dice Up Games today of uh, on this recording, which is just a couple days before release. They had two big news items for Dice Up Games. First. Uh, it was announced that Tim and Kristen are joining the writing team for O-Run, which is a game by New Agenda Publishing. Uh, O-Run is a space opera set in the post-apotheosis. Uh, it's a really cool setting. New Agenda is is a company that, that really has diversity and um, giving voice to marginalized people, uh, kind of as their mission statement, which... As you know, I've been saying for weeks now, it is very important here to role to Play podcast, so I'm so excited to see what New Agenda has going forward. I- I'm so excited that they are joining the writing team for that book. It seems like such a cool role-playing game, and I know Tim and Kristen are going to do a fantastic job writing for it. Also today... Uh, of this recording, Tim and Kristen had yet another big announcement. Now, this one we've talked about before. It is the North Sea Epilogues role-playing game that, that Tim and Kristen wrote to go alongside the North Sea Saga board games that, that are out there right now from Garfield Games and Gate Games. Well, we've been talking about it. We know there's a Kickstarter coming, uh, but that's all we've known. But today we got that date for that Kickstarter. The Kickstarter for the North Sea Epilogues is going to launch on September 12th. I'm so excited! I can't wait to back this game. I'm so excited to see what Tim and Kristen did with this system. Uh, it's it's so cool. Um, I know a little bit about about the DiceUp system that they that they used that they converted and used for this game. It's a very good system. You get right into the action. I'm super pumped for this game. The artwork by the Miko is incredible. And I just, I I don't know, I've been waiting for it for months now. And here we are just about a month out from the actual Kickstarter launching. You will know when it happens because I will be talking all about it. So just listen to the show, follow Dice Up Games on Twitter or um, any of the other social media. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, and you will know when that Kickstarter launches because we will all be talking about it. All right, well, let's talk about this episode, Uh, the game for this episode I'm so excited about. You all know that Grant Howard is one of my favorite designers because I've featured his games on here multiple times. I've talked about them all the time. It's just the type of games that Grant writes just appeal to me. I am so excited and honored to give you this episode It is spire as run by Grant Howitt who wrote the book alongside Chris Taylor. Uh, spire is an amazing game of drow overthrowing the high elves of the mile High city called spire. It's such a cool game. I mean the book just has so much world building in it. It's just amazing. Uh, I highly recommend the books out there to get. You can get the PDF or you can order it online through through the Rowan, Rook, and Deckard website. Pick it up because it is a great read. It's a great game. So since Grant came on to run the game, that means I got to be a player once again. Uh, and joining me was Banana Chan, James, and Messi, who will all introduce themselves a little bit in the episode. You'll get to learn a little bit more, more about them, but... We had such a great time. Now, Spire is normally a serious like, campaign game centered around a rebellion um, of, of the Drow against the Elphir, but we got a little bit gonzo with it. Um, a little bit funny, but you know what? Grant was so great, he leaned right into it, and, 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 and I think we turned out a really great game for you. All that out of the way, I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to give you spire by grant howitt all right this week we are playing spire it is a game by grant howitt uh i've got a bunch of really cool people on to play this game with me a uh, few few you've heard before but grant has actually come on to run this game for us so Grant's there well you know what let me introduce all the players first and then i'll turn it over to you grant okay all right so first up we have returning banana chan banana welcome back to the show Thank you. I'm glad you could join us today uh, in playing this game.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am Banana Chan. I ran Dads on Mowers last time for everyone. Uh, yes, it I-
2: was a <laughs> wonderful game. <laughs> what never heard of that. What is that? Oh, you know, whatever. Well, we'll, talk- we'll talk after. <laughs>
1: um, and I am one half of Game in a Curry, and... Uh, where we publish board games and we also write a bunch of weird RPGs and LARPs and things.
0: Yep, I am, I am coming for a game to curry at Gen Con, uh, but in a non aggressive, awkward, please sign my book way. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, also joining me today, we have James. James, thanks for coming on the show. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. i be on. And you could just. Uh, well, one, you're welcome because it was rude of me not to say that. Uh, two, you can you can just say whatever you want about yourself, introduce yourself however you want.
3: Uh, I now. am James, and sometimes it was Groundhog because of branding reasons, um, and that's pretty much it. So there we go. Let's carry on. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and rounding <Mysterious>. out. <laughs> and rounding rounding out the players, we have Messi. Messi, uh, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Messi, uh, also known in real life as Jolie. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, pretty excited to play Spire. It'll be the first one I've done on a podcast. Uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty lethal, and I'm interested to oh, see uh, what happens to us all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, you yeah, me to too. I'm <laughs> to no, sorry, Messi, sorry.
4: <laughs> well... Uh, according to one of the precepts of the book, it says that we're all going to die. So at least I, I guess I won that race.
1: Yay!
2: <laughs> Yay! Uh, well, it's been great having you, Messi. Thanks for playing. <laughs> My pleasure.
4: <laughs> See, you can die in character creation, <laughs> just like Traveller. Does that mean we won Spire?
2: <laughs> yes, you win Spire. Congrats! Yeah. <laughs> Ten points and, to everyone.
4: And here I thought you could only do that in Traveller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like i said we have
0: grant howard on to run this game for us so grant i'm gonna eject from this host host seat and give it to
2: you okay cool um i'm gonna catch the ejecting seat from the air i guess <laughs> and pull it back into the cockpit and then steer this mother hello everyone my name is grant Howitt. um kent interviewed me on a show what podcast was that kent uh, that was victory condition gaming where victory condition gaming <laughs> um I spoke de- <laughs> We de- we derailed a very family friendly show I don't believe in Rails, um, as, my, as my Games Mastering style will prove, will, will demonstrate over the next uh, few hours. Um, I'm I'm Grant Hammett, I am one third of Rowan, Rick, and Deckard, we are a games publisher and design startup, I believe is the word, from London, uh, with my partner Mary and my best mate Chris. And we wrote Spire most recently, uh, Spire is a game of Dark Elf Insurrection in a absurdly tall high elf controlled city. Uh, um, I'm going to what I'm going to do I'm going to briefly explain how the system works um but hopefully um we can we can you know tackle challenges as and when they come up um in terms of things that might be a little bit different from normal role playing games I'm going to be keeping track of everyone's um for the want of a better word hit points their stresses uh and I'll be communicating that in narrative terms um if we come down to a point where you need that where like I, I you need to know precisely how much stress you've got I'm happy to tell you but um, we can. We'll, we'll be keeping it vague. Um, we'll do a brief description of the rules. We'll ha- we'll have the characters introduced, and then we'll jump right into the game. If that's okay with everyone,
3: mm-hmm. sounds good
2: to me. Lovely, jubbly. So, Spire is a D10 pool-based system. You always roll one D10 when you do a thing. Uh, you will you will add a D10 if you have a relevant skill or if you have a relevant domain. Uh, skills are largely self-explanatory, they're things that you do. Domains are more like broad areas of expertise. So, for example, I know that Messi's character has the domain high society, which means that she is better at interacting with people who are all posh and talk proper and eat little biscuits. Whereas, um, Barb's character uh, has the... has the uh, Sorry, Banana's character has the uh, occult domain, which means that <clears throat> she is better at ancient mysteries, uh, casting spells, uh, strangling people with their own blood clots, that sort of thing. Um, you may have something which lets you roll with mastery. That means roll another d10. Generally, you're looking at a cap of about 4d10 on your pool. Then when you roll the dice, you tell me your highest number. Uh, we 8-up uh, is good. I think. I can never remember what's good in my own goddamn game. 8-up is good. Um, if you get... Let me do this, turn to the page rather than guessing. Uh, here we go. Eight up is good. Um, six up is still good, but you take you take stress. Uh, five down is bad, and ten is a critical success. Uh, the uh, currently, all, uh, if, if you're if you're in combat, uh, you'll inflict extra stress on your enemies. If not, I'll give you some little bonus for rolling a ten. Um, that is about all that you need to know uh, to start play. You'll note that all of you also have some sort of scene framing ability um, in your in your character background. Um, where you'll, uh, where like you can ask me a question, or you can you can ask to set up a scene. Don't be too shy about that. I'm not precious about about how my game functions, and it's very open ended. So please jump in. Um, also, feel free to suggest NPCs. Feel free to build the world around it. Uh, there is no canon spire because that involves work, and we just decided to write a really vague game where everything's propaganda because it's easier. Um, so without any further ado, let's. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into we'll jump into the in, into the game and we'll get an introduction from your characters. So <clears throat> this game takes place in the Garden District. It is uh, the uh, the the camera um the camera is, is 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 panning across the plains of Destera, the land in which Spire is located. It's uh, a, a land of. Uh, Dry, uh, uh, dry, dead grass, uh, flatlands, and slate mountains, and uh, and, uh, and and rushing rivers coming down from the mountains to the north. Uh, the camera pans down across there, and we see Spire in its majesty, this towering, absurdly tall city, far too tall to make any sense. And as some of you will be aware, it's so tall that reality has gone off in the middle, like old milk, and weird stuff gets out. We, uh, we, uh, the camera goes down onto the top, and we see the streets of New Heaven, where sacred hyenas prowl and eat the bodies of the dead, and then down through the frosted playground of Amaranth, where the invading High Elves, uh, after they took the city two hundred years ago, make their home, uh, where the entire district is kept below freezing by strange magics, and we go down further down, deeper through the through the necropolis, a uh, the the. M- catacombs and uh, home of the mortician sect who are in, who are in charge of, the, of disposing of dead bodies and spire and then down into the center of the spire into the garden district where which feeds spire there are countless acres of hydroponics of strange half-dead trees growing uh, in in darkness, of mushroom farms, of great bronze vats of algae in, in, in many different colours, of uh, crustacean farms, and of course most famously the hanging gardens where the poorest in Spire will sell the bodies of their loved ones to grow these uh, uh, nutritious and honestly quite tasty blood-red mushrooms out of them so the rest of Spire can can feed and it's a it's a festival day in the garden district there it is it is the festival of the summer king there is uh, uh every uh sorry not the summer king the harvest king uh the high elves have a have a, a, a solar pantheon of deities there are four deities uh who they pay who they pay worship to there is uh, father summer mother winter brother harvest and sister spring and this is a this is a sacred festival of brother harvest it is a it's 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 a grand tradition that um once a year the uh no uh, worthy people from the church of brother of, of brother harvest will descend into the lower depths of spire walk amongst the common people and try and find a, a king of the harvest there's someone who is who is uh who is who is plucked from the earth like a common turnip or potato and uh they are they are uh, looked to for uh for advice on planting they're looked to for advice on um On harvesting, it's largely a ceremonial role, but it has with it it has with an awful lot of political power. And then, of course, because this is a fantasy game, uh, at the end of at the end of the harvest season, the harvest king is ritually slain in a tremendous uh, burst of occult energy, and this heralds the coming of winter and Mother Winter, who is who is precise and cold and cruel. Now, despite the fact that you get killed at the end of it, there's quite a large amount of people interested in becoming the uh, the the Harvest King. There are um, there are many uh, factions here in the Garden District who are interested in getting one of their boys uh, into the in, in, into the contested hotspot. I should also say that it's it's not uh, it's called the Harvest King. It's not gender specific. You can have a female Harvest King. That's fine, or a non-binary Harvest King. Knock your souls out. Um, but as the high elves have descended, there is a festival, a party, and um, the, uh, the streets of the of the pretty warm, not quite sweltering, but very warm garden district. It is it, it is it, it, it is it is the dying uh, the dying days of summer, and the uh, the streets of the garden district um, are uh, strung up with. Uh, bright uh, orange and yellow and um, uh, red banners uh, proclaiming uh, uh, or uh, proclaiming the 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 power of the solar pantheon and the might of Brother Harvest especially. Um, and there are uh, various revelers spinning around the streets. There are there there's uh, some people have erected a maypole, uh, as you can see in this in this sort of town square looking place. Um, and there are prophets and soothsayers wandering around, these strange one-eyed men and women, some of them entirely blind, having done out their eyes with sacred silver needles, and they're proclaiming that this year's king of the harvest will be tall and fair of face. And another one arises, no, this year's king of the harvest will be short and wide. This year's king of the harvest will come with five crows behind them. All sorts of things. It's largely a crapshoot. But sitting in a um, in a bar in a uh, in in an inn while uh, while uh, while uh, raucous music plays and uh, dancers spin by are our ministry cell. Now the uh, the other thing which we which I've neglected to mention and is always is actually pretty fundamental about Spire is that every single player character is a member of a forbidden. I'm going to say paramilitary terrorist organization. They are uh, they are ministers of. Our hidden mistress. Our hidden mistress is a forbidden dark elf god. When the, when the, when the high elves arrived, they said they, they, they only allowed them to worship one of their three gods. And uh in in Sacred Shadow and you've sworn to give everything you have to take Spire back from the elfir by whatever means necessary in service of the goddess. This is you. Um, and you are currently uh sitting at an inn. Uh let's let's have a quick introduction as to who the characters are and what they look like, real brief. We'll start, start from the top. So, Banana.
1: So, my character's name is D.U. Uh, she's a blood witch. And what that means is when you see her, she uh, she looks like she doesn't have a face. It's all iridescent uh, skin. And uh, until you get real close up to her, eventually you start to see, you know, markings of a face. Uh, she's dressed all in black uh, these long drapey clothes, and she's carrying with her uh, basically a bunch of skulls, and <laughs> and uh, she's there with her dog, and her dog's also this uh, iridescent creature that doesn't have uh, doesn't really have features,
2: a blur of a dog, and sitting next to uh, Diu is uh, Lud Yes, uh,
3: Lud is a tall, quiet, gangly kind of person, um, wearing leather armour and a wrap all around his armor, crisscrossing it around, you know, the um the, the uh, cows and fires his legs around the forearms of Rams. Um, there's just these ropes and um, the pockets of pitons, um, you know, ten little hammers are banging with the rocks, that kind of thing. He, lo- he looks like he's ready to, to go um Certain like freebasing or something. Like what I do, that's what we do. Free, playing what, what, doing cocaine? Yeah, no, the other one, the other one we, 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 free climbing. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> he just, he just, might just, do just, free just, just, as well. He's got a spoon and a lighter, so no. just put some on the end of the pit okay. on
2: and then heat it up yeah. underneath.
3: Face <laughs> <Base> jumping.
2: Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, free climbing or base jumping, but not speedballing. <laughs> next to uh, uh, next to Lute is
0: is Raylan. Yeah, Raylan is is also tall and kind of brooding.
2: Um, where's <laughs> oh, sorry? Is anyone not brooding?
4: I'm Not
2: okay. Cool. cool. Okay, carry on. Um,
0: has has some some robes. Uh, has like knee high. Leather like wraparound boots that go up to their knees, uh, up to his knees, has a satchel kind of slung over his shoulder with a couple books inside, uh, just sitting there kind of cross legged, just taking
2: everything in at the moment. And uh, you are a Vermissian sage, that's correct? That is correct. Of uh, Vermissian Sage is a, um, the closest thing we've got to a wizard, I suppose. They are um, drow historians who understand the weird non-Euclidean space of the Vermissian, which is a grand failed experiment in introducing a underground mass transport network to Spire. It's, uh, it's train hell. And finally, we have uh, a mirror.
4: mm mm-hmm. Uh Mira is actually standing not sitting near the table. Uh she doesn't look like she wants to get her clothing sullied by sitting on the coarse wood of this table. Uh <laughs> she's dressed very strikingly in what almost looks like Elphir uh fashions. Mm. Uh lots of what are fashions and, like Uh they are hot. They tend to have a more northern kind of Um, snowy look to it. Lots of light blues, whites, uh, Mm -hmm. furs. Um, In particular, she's wearing a very elegant porcelain mask with gold filigree.
2: Very
4: nice. Um, She has pale silvery skin uh, and her hair is actually kind of this uh, grayish purple, almost lavender.
2: Ah, she dyes her hair.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Nice.
4: Yes. And she wears a, a set of white gloves. Um, she looks probably the most out of place here as somebody who clearly, you know, takes some effort to fit in the best with the uh, high elves.
2: Yeah, eyes. this is this is a really rough and tumble neck of the woods down here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see um, you've been uh, you've been you've been scouting it, and now I, sh- I should also tell you why you're here. Um, you've been tasked by the ministry in a scene we won't flash back to because because it, it's just going to consist of me explaining the plot to you. Uh, you've been you've been tasked by the ministry. Uh, there are there are currently two um, two major factions who have a stake in the uh, in having the Harvest King role bestowed upon them there's the druids of the living spire who believe that the spire is a grand organism and can be uh, and can be bargained with or you know uh supplemented in some way uh sort of boosted in some way through Druidic magic um they uh they have a have a a, a beautiful young man who uh, who has roses growing out of his arms uh, 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 thorns a uh, thorned roses puncturing his skin um, and you and there's also the morticians who are the there are two warring death sects in Spire and these are the ones who are nominally in charge. They are the authority. Um, the morticians are in charge of funerals and also in charge of killing people who need to be killed because uh, we thought it sounded cool. Uh, they are they are. I want you to imagine the Catholic Church but more goth somehow, and that's that's kind of their that's kind of their vibe. Um, those are the two um, people, uh, those two factions who have the most um, prevalent, uh, uh, what's the word, volunteers or um, hopefuls. The issue um, is that neither of them are really amenable to the ministry's demands. Um, and the ministry really want to get someone in who is useful to them. Um, now, whether that's, whether that's um, blackmailing, um, or w- whether that's turning one of these existing people, or making sure neither of them get it, and putting in someone else, or uh, re- uh, gluing a load of roses to your arms and pretending to be one of them—that's entirely up to you. The ministry use a broad brush approach um, to uh, to management, but they are—they uh, the your, your mission is to disrupt this and get someone useful and amenable in in place as the harvest king. You were uh, you, you were issued your orders by your uh, by Magister Delve, who is uh, the Magister I use in all my spy games. She looks like um, Natalie Dormer because I think Natalie Dormer looks cool as hell. <laughs> um, and so, um, if you have any questions about your motivations, it's because Natalie Dormer told you to. <laughs> um, and yes um it is a it is a raucous affair uh, there is drinking and singing there's someone playing a fiddle and a flute and there's lots of big drums um there are uh, and at the at the at the end of the street you can see um there is a there are a gaggle of masked drow i should also say about masks um High elves wear masks the same way that um, humans in the real world, world wear like trousers, um, it's, it's seen as it's basically obscene to walk out without a mask on, it's like walking out with your balls on a show. It's very rude and um, definitely not done, uh, like very very conservative high elves won't take off their masks even when they're in bed with their husbands and wives, that sort of thing. There's, there's no point in doing it, it's disgusting. Um, And anyone who works with them closely, they also demand the same of them. Uh, Hence why Amira wears a mask, uh, because she was largely forced to. uh, Well, it sounds like she's gotten into it. Um, You see a gaggle of masked drow bearing uh, heavy packages uh, emerge from the end, uh, emerge at the end of the street uh, that you're you're sitting uh, or standing in. um, And they start, uh, one of them um, pulls out a hammer and some nails, and uh, so puts the nails in their mouth, and gets ready. And the other one pulls out these beautiful silks, these incredible, like uh, like blue, uh, blue and white, like ombra um, um, silks. Um, and 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 the other one starts hammering them up over windows, um, a, uh, a third one comes and scatters around rose petals onto the ground. And a fourth one arrives and starts um, adjusting all the lights nearby and um, like shooing stray dogs out of the street. Um, uh, it looks like, uh, there's, a, there, and there's, there's, like um, there's about four more who are just cleaning. They're scrubbing the streets as hard as they can. They're brushing. Um, they're making sure everything is absolutely spick and span.
0: So what do any of you do? Uh, well, it certainly looks like someone important is is on their way down here. I say to everyone around.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, kinda turns to you, tilting her head. Fascinating. Shall I go and see if I can't find something out?
0: Well, I think I think they'd be more receptive to you than than any of the rest of us. I
3: right, just watch your ass, lassie. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I wasn't prepared for that. Sorry. That's
2: what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. No, it's great. I love it. I love it. One of them. One uh, of One of them. Why? Scottish today. Aye. All right. Um,
4: Why lude I thought that's what I had you for. As she begins, like sashaying out of the bar.
2: Nice. 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 Um, as you as you approach. Um, mirror you see the um why this ombra this is the work of your mirror this like this sort of silk this sort of fabric um this is definitely your master's work uh no one would uh would be as as skilled in in making or perhaps as forthcoming with letting them be nailed to shit Mm. um as your as your mistress um and uh as you approach um the uh the masked drow who were there um largely uh, largely ignore your presence you definitely seem like you fit in here um and as you as you walk down the street you notice one there are very few drow here who are not wearing masks and two this is just the outlier this is this is kind of like this is the this is the preparation area um and as there is uh there is a there are standing in the middle of the street. You can see there are um, there is uh, Yamira, uh, or certainly someone wearing Yamira's mask. Mm-hmm. Um, there, sorry, uh, there, there, uh, Yamira has her. She has her True Mask on her hip, and she has her Harvest Mask uh, worn on her face, which is uh, which has beautiful feathers made out of uh, various spun silks and gold stems. Uh, and she is conversing with a uh, a quite a. Quite a diminutive-looking, um, dark-skinned um, elfia uh, who has who has a foxy a, uh, a steel brutalist mask on. Uh, they are they are also wearing the robes of a high-ranking cleric of Brother Harvest. It looks like they're in charge here. Behind them, you can see uh, the drow um, the, 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 the the drow who are in masks are breaking down. Um, the uh, the the silk. So like, there's one wrenching the nails out and bundling up the silk, and sort of like running around the front. Uh, there's like uh, there's, there's another one sweeping up all the petals back into a bag, and then running around the front to try and do it. Um, it seems like they're encouraging the elfeer to walk as slowly as possible uh, because they've already got a limited amount of supplies and have to sort of jolly it up as they go through. Um, but uh, as you as you approach the elfeer, you can see that they've. They've managed to remove almost every trace that this is a low-quality district. They have, uh, like, there's there's portraits of of the guy in the brutalist mask hung from the walls, and then that same portrait is removed and 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 put back up. But there's a lot of like screens and um, like uh, like like freestanding curtains uh, with drapes on. uh, Sorry, freestanding rails with drapes on. Um, and like like the occasional ornamental fountain on wheels that are quickly hidden um but uh there is there's basically this cover here as mm-hmm. it were uh, so like they've they've set up it's a sort of moving uh, if you can imagine a sort of cross the cross a caravan um with um like 14th century French royal courts <laughs> and then and then sort of Plug that all into camping, and that's kind of what you've got going on here. <laughs> um, Yamira, um is saying something, but there's that there's an awful lot of noise uh, going on. You can't really see what's going on, um, and as uh, as as they approach, um, you can see a. Do you know any guards from Ymir's staff, um... or anyone who might be sort of looking out for
3: safety?
4: Yeah, I think she does. Um, mm-hmm. She knows one of Yamira's favorites. She's normally used as a chambermaid, but she's also trained to protect her. Uh, chamber chambermaids, is, you know, are given uh, almost unprecedented amount of access to them, so mm. they also have to be the most loyal and the most protective of the to the Elphir because they actually watch over them while they sleep. They yeah. attend to things like their chamber pots and their food. So, and they're used as companionship at times. So, like. They have to be the most loyal, the most trusty. Uh, okay, cool. She know, and she's actually quite good friends with this one uh, Garnet. She
2: used to be Garnet,
4: yeah, because Amira used to be Yamira's like favorite pet and doll. She is that
2: was, is that how you got the name Amira? Like, mm-hmm? did, did did she give you part of her name?
4: Yes, actually. Cool, uh,
2: I like that. Yeah,
4: uh, my name used, was not always Amira Daye, uh, mm. but yeah. Yamira thought it amusing to adjust her name and give me a piece of it.
2: For sure, uh, um, Garnet has um, is one of is one of Yamira's favourites. Indeed, she has been uh, she has received many blessings. Uh, she's wearing she, she's wearing fine clothes, uh, none of which are worn. Uh, she has a beautiful mask. She ha- her um, she's received surgical modifications in that uh, her eyes are permanently weeping because isn't mm-hmm. that beautiful um and uh, she's had uh a, the mystic there's a, a mystical substance everfrost from the far north and it's basically ice that never the, the ice that can only melt when the end of the world happens very rare uh mm-hmm. she's had some of this implanted in her throat so her so her breath is always steaming beautifully um she wasn't super happy about it but you didn't really, you know really get to say mm-hmm. um and she has um she uh you know for a fact she's covered in knives although none of them are none of them are immediately none of them are immediately visible she uh, right. she, she 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 clocks you walking towards her and says a mirror! and we'll cut there we'll come back to you in a sec
3: mm-hmm.
2: um so back uh, back at the bar um a lot of people are giving you a wide berth because you have a terrifying smear of a blood witch sat at your table um but people seem to be kind of you know everyone's had a few drinks and you know don't upset the blood witch they won't Pull all your blood out through your nose—that's how the saying goes. And uh, <laughs> there is, uh, there is, there is that same raucous music, uh, and people are being shooed away or out to the side, or being told to go, like being told to go inside, um, or, uh, uh, as the elfir approach, or to, just to stand respectfully still. Um, and then coming down the street, you see uh, there is a, there is a, uh, there is a like a like a Harry Krishna style thing with the sort of, with the, with the drums and the cymbals uh, and the dancing and singing. Um, and you, you, you can hear it coming a while off and then um, and then immediately, um, what, and then approaching into the bar is versatile. He is the he is the, the hopeful from the Druids of the Living Spire. And I know I said he was a beautiful young man, but I like it if he's played by Jason Momoa. So he's played by Jason Momoa for this. Um, he, is, he, is, he is a huge dude. Quite a quite a big old handsome man. Um, he is wearing. Uh, he has. He uh, He is. He is a. He has his lithe, um, a muscular body. He has. Um, and these and these are uh, these these beautiful flowers growing out of his out of his dark skin. He has these uh, these these white roses uh, growing out of his skin. It's seen as a mark of uh, a special. um, you, you've been blessed by the garden. If stuff starts growing out of you, it hurts like hell. But it's it's generally seen as a bad idea to remove them. And he walks in. He yeah he he issues a booming welcome to the bar, and everyone, and everyone in the bar is like, ah, Roosevelt! ah, my boys. He says, come, let us drink. He and he uh, he 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 stands at the bar, um and so and uh, looks the bartender straight in the eye and he's like, ah, around! for all of my friends here in the bar and there's and there's like um um Raylan you'll notice this uh, everyone else is actually sorry no uh, Raylan and uh, do you you'll both clock this with your occult domain uh, there's something going on magically uh, there's some sort of a uh, semi ethereal um pollen or spores coming out of his, coming out of his roses, coming out of his skin, Uh, and the bartender is like, "Yes, right away, first of all, a drink for everyone in here." (laughs) Ha ha! Come drink with me to the glory of the spire. May she stand eternal. May she stand eternal. Says everyone. Um, He seems like kind of a fun party guy, (laughs) Um, and that's that's your current sitch. What does anyone do? Oh well,
0: Raylan's gonna stand up, and I'm gonna walk over to the bar and 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 mm. get my drink. If it's free, I'm gonna take it. Oh, for um, sure, yes. Uh, definitely... have... Oh, go ahead.
2: No, no, sure. What well, you gonna?
0: Can... Uh, I'm just gonna get a. Uh, I'm gonna get close to, uh, to versatile and mm. you know, just kind of. I wanna. I wanna see what's going on with the flowers. See the, mm. this pollen that's kind of coming coming off of them, and you know, see if I can figure out anything about it.
2: It's um. Yeah, tell you what, um, give me give me a roll. This is a all roll right. Game. Roll some dice. So this will be investigate and occult. Uh, all right. applicable domains and skills, which I believe you have both of.
0: So that's three dice, right? One, yeah, one, three
2: th- dice. Okay. And tell me your highest number. Uh, my highest is a is a ten. Ah damn. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, you don't take any stress from it. Uh you see that these are um not really mind control spores, but this is that this is definitely the sort of thing like you 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 find yourself feeling really well inclined towards Versible, and maybe like, hey, maybe he's not such a bad guy. Maybe he could be, you know, maybe he could be the uh the 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 harvest king. And then you realize that actually it's it's whatever crazy pheromone hoodoo he's got going on coming out of him. Um he, uh, he, he turns to face you, um, as a, ah, I see you are admiring the blessings that, that the spire has laden upon me.
0: Uh, they are, they are quite nice. Uh, I've heard it's, it's, it's quite painful. Uh, is that true? I mean,
2: fellas, there's yourself, though. <laughs> Only if you remove them, and what fool would remove a blessing from spy herself.
0: You know, that's, that's a good line of thought. <clears throat> so what brings you here? Are you a, are you a hopeful? Oh no no no! That's that's not the life for me. Uh, I just oh. just came to kind of see the festivities, take part, uh, have a drink, uh, which I'm very appreciative of. Thank you. Ah, uh,
2: not a problem. Well, thank the bartender. I didn't pay for it. He simply uh. he simply wishes to spread the bounty of spire. Um, so um, he leans in. He leans in close, and man, he smells just just great. Oh, he just smells. He smells top notch. Um, do you uh, have any favorites in the running for this year?
0: Well, um, I think I think probably you're you're favored. You know, <laughs> you you definitely seem to have the people on your side. Everyone and kind of kind of waves my hand to the to everyone in the bar.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah we love you, Vassal. Sign my arm. <laughs> I can't write. Um, <laughs> well, good. Now, obviously, this isn't a voting situation, but I would appreciate your vote, but it isn't. Anyway, point is, thank you for your support. Uh, make sure when the ceremony comes to a head, you give me your full-throated support.
0: Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't think of doing otherwise and take point. a drink and kind of walk off back over back over to Dayu. Is that right, Dayu? You? yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as I go away, do I, do, do I feel like the kind of persuasive... Yeah, yeah. Sure. Kind of go it's like, like, it's, a, it's an area effect. Okay. So yeah, I go down, go over and sit back down and take a drink it's like, well, it's definitely something going on with those flowers. Uh makes everybody more more inclined to to versatile.
1: When Do speaks, uh she sort of whispers and it sounds like the whispers of like dead people. <laughs>
0: I, th- I think that that I probably shudder every time, just, mm-hmm. you know, just oh, something I... you don't get used to.
1: <laughs> oh, I I can't stand bars. I don't even know why we're here.
0: Well, I mean, they're good for a drink. Uh, can can you stand drinks?
1: Oh, I hate
0: people.
2: <laughs> oh wow. Uh, Your dog dog turns and speaks only to you. I also hate people. (laughs) I think
0: maybe you should you should spend some time over there with Merciful. (sighs) He smells wrong.
1: He smells too good.
2: Smells like wet earth and fucking.
1: Exactly. I can't (laughs) stand it. It's
2: all right if I voice your dog, but uh, is that okay?
1: (laughs) What? Yeah, sure. Go for it. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. Um, I think at this point I get up and I'm mm-hmm. going to slither over.
2: Okay. Uh, there is a. Um... He does his level best to ignore you. Um, you're you're hard to ignore, um, but there's something like your something like your very presence is 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 upsetting him. And he and like as you as you get closer, he sort of turns and s- smiles and nods, and you can see like tiny cracks in his big muscular veneer as there's something, something, something a little bit unsettling as well, boys? Perhaps we should move on from here. I, we uh, want to go around and make sure everyone knows our faces. Yeah, first of all, okay, come on, man. And he, uh, he, 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 he sort of flashes you a a, a, a nervous a nervous half smile and starts to move away and gather his forces around him. But he seems to be freaked out by you, you know, like and not in like not just the one that he doesn't like how you look. There's something. Um anathemery, say, put it that
1: way uh slightly upset goes back to uh, the <laughs> table <laughs> sits down and uh they're just looking around. I'm not sure what's going on, but it seems like no one likes me at this bar well
0: you, uh, you just just your mere presence seemed to drive off drive drive versatile off um I was watching the whole situation. Did anything seem to change with the people kind of in the area of of effect? Maybe their their reactions or their demeanor? Any like um have- the
2: uh, so like the druids who are with him, they all seem pretty weirded out. Everyone else is standard blood witch weirded. Like yeah. they just like sort of like uh, it's a bit like the way that maybe uh, if you're out at a bar, there's like kind of kind of like a a drunk rolls up to the bar, and like you might sort of get out of his way and not talk to him, but you wouldn't be like, oh, I couldn't believe there's a drunk here. Um, but they seem actively upset, as though like she is something, the opposite of what they want to happen. Get she it. is. She is of the heart. She is of unreality. Um, and we'll we'll flash back to to Amira. Um, who's, who's, who's meeting Garnet? Garnet, who has the uh, who's she, who she um. who, who, who speaks with frosted breath. Amira, you. Uh, such a pleasure to see. you.
4: The pleasure's mine, Garnet. How's it? We can both have you?
2: pleasure in this, can't we?
4: Mm. Well, one of us for sure. Kind of like this, and it, she's kind of got this tongue-in-cheek comment to this, and I think mm-hmm. Garnet gets in on the joke. Yes, very um, good. The, there's a reason why Amira actually, you know, she's obviously was a pet and like beloved by the Elfear. There's a reason Ooh. she hates them, though. Though she hides yeah. that. Hate.
3: Yeah. Uh,
4: Yamira. Uh, she was made the perfect doll and like uh, model for Yamira's fashion.
2: Ah, I see. You're right, nice. Her.
4: But in return, it's denied her the pleasures of the flesh.
2: Oh, lovely. Okay. Well, lovely in a like, uh, in a <laughs> theme way. It doesn't sound nice to ha- to happen. Um, <laughs> I like that. Okay. Cool. So, like, like, talking like surgical modification, that sort of thing. And that's so, so yes. like so that you're like like a body double of Yamira, as it were. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah.
4: The, the difference. How, how convenient. <laughs> I like it. Yes, Amira. Amira actually has all the proportions of Yamira.
2: Yeah, uh,
3: it's yeah. why
4: her hairs dyed and like her skin was lightened, but also certain ability like uh certain functions were removed from her and she can no longer uh enjoy the pleasures of the flesh she can
2: no longer feel things properly i get it okay i like that mm. um it's a surprise seeing you uh, again here but uh, yes i see i see you have uh please I'm, I'm i'm rather busy what is it what is it that you need old friend mm.
4: i was surprised to see our See the mistress here. Oh, oh well, um,
2: the harvest. The uh, I need I need a name for it for an elf. Here. Um oh, well um walks on sunlight. Uh, she says uh uh, uh uh gesturing uh with her with her head over at the at the priest, uh, the high priest. Right. I should have say that there's more than two elf here. There's a few sort of minor elf here wandering around doing stuff. Uh, and, and like unlike taking in the sights and sounds of their manufactured garden district. but um they just assume they're just background detail um, mm. well um uh, the uh, uh, walks on sunlight was uh insistent that only the finest silks would be uh, suitable for their uh, ambulatory tour of the garden district so my uh, so my mistress was brought in to uh, to provide the uh, supposed to to provide the set dressing. And of course, the uh, the robe is of is, is a make too, a beautiful number, uh, and you can see that the uh, the rather diminutive high elf uh, high elf uh, priest has a quite uh, quite a heavy skirt, um, and then it's it's really quite weird looking. It's almost like the skirts connected by loads of sets of braces mm-hmm. over the top, and so like so like parts of their skin are, are on show. Um, with like with devotional tattoos to uh, to Brother Harvest and their um their their uh, their their arms, uh, which as you get closer now you can see, although this although this high elf is quite diminutive, they're quite um wiry, quite muscular. Um, they have uh, these these uh, sort of ritual scarification and tattoos all down their arms um, in in praise of Brother Harvest. So yes, we're here to uh, do set dressing, I suppose.
4: Mm. Do you mind if you I, I tag just...
2: for a bit? Um. Oh, so, yeah, i think I think it may well be frowned upon uh, perhaps if you just just try try and make yourself uh try and blend in yes of course yes um try not to draw attention to yourself i'm sure the uh I'm sure that you're uh well since you left I'm sure you're looking forward to maybe getting some some luxury back in your life I believe there's some uh, canapes at the back that are largely dotted up- if you're interested
4: how wonderful I'll try um, to busy myself with looking pretty and helping where I can
2: yes I'm sure I'm sure the uh the attendants will uh, will not will not uh, ter- will not turn their nose up at anyone at anyone else helping, um, and she uh, she nods um, and carries on scouting anyone who's trying to assassinate her mistress. Um, <laughs> uh i believe do you you've got got the one of the staff ability right
4: i'm actually going yeah i'm going to activate an ability that's why uh one of the staff uh once a session i may blend in with the staff for every hour of busy work i may ask the gm one question in relation to the organization or group that i'm spying upon
2: okay brilliant um in which case what we'll do um We'll flash back to the rest of them, and then we'll handle that as a. I'm not going to, you know, ask you to describe each thing you're scrubbing, um, <laughs> but you, I, you can ask some questions. Um, we'll uh, we'll flash back to the other group, and then we'll come back to you. Um, so, um, the rest of you. Um, oh, also, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm just gonna. Because just, this is a one shot, and I'd like things to go a little bit more smoothly than normal. Uh, there is a low level minister power called. Um, God, I forget the name. It gives you magical walkie-talkies, basically, uh, by having charcoal, like sacred charcoal, smeared on your on your throat, um, and you'll have them. So you're capable of communicating with each other um, across long distances. So you don't need to sort of, oh, I wonder what Amira's is up to, and go over and have it all repeated. <laughs> um, you're broadly aware of, like, you can hear Amira saying things, and also you can inform each other as long as you're not too, um, as long as you're not too uh, obvious about it. But you are aware that uh, mirrors. Um, Old mistress is here, doing the stuff. Okay, so the other three of you—you've seen, you've seen Versible. Um, You currently haven't. You, you've, you've, you've seen hide nor hair of the morticians, aside from a few soothsayers loudly proclaiming uh, the glory of Lucius. No, know, that's the other guy's voice. The glory of Lucius, Lucius, the Lucius, the eternal, Lucas, you will stand undying. Um, who are wandering around, their, uh, their eyes uh, bound with sacred cloth, muttering, carrying um, reliquaries of things they claim are the bones of saints. Um, and also, um, you haven't looked into anything else uh, or done any, other, done any other snooping. So what are you interested in snooping on or setting up? And in fact, I'm gonna call on James, I'm gonna call on Lud at this point because you you
3: haven't done much so far. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 fine. I mean uh, I've kind of observed um uh, the reaction of uh, the druid champion or candidate <laughs> to uh, to the blood witch, which is interesting to say the least. Um yeah, Lud will be uh, just like getting up, um just seeing the as, as he just walks in I uh, I've gotta go and see a man about a dog, Allah. Uh, I'll speak to you later. And I'm, I'm basically gonna go and try and find a, um, a bookmaker or anyone who's yeah, reading sure. a book on this this um
2: this. Oh a bookie, right, I understand. rather than the bookbinder. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um yes, um you with your with your low society domain, you definitely know someone uh who be like you definitely know bookmakers right here. Uh there's a chap called Jean-Jacques, is his name? John Jack, uh, yep. who is a, a fairly grimy drow who managed to work his way up from Red row which is the uh, crime town and he's come all the way up to non- crime town to do crime uh, but he is uh, he is uh you see him uh, you you manage like after honestly like 10 minutes of searching you see him uh, uh, on the on, on a street corner, looking uh, like, like, tr- like tr- trying to get uh, trying to drum up people's excitement. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, all right. Uh, what was it uh, all right, Mad and All right, Sue Vane. Roll up, roll up. Please place your bets on who will be the finest king of the harvest that Spire has ever seen in the running. A cut and book his favourite Vercival, Druid of the Living Spire, Mighty White rosed Verscival. And a dark horse, perhaps also coming for the top spot is Lucius. Lucius of the Morticians. Brave, undying Lucius, who will see the harvest perform in perpetuity. Uh, and like he's being largely ignored. Um like like there's there's a people coming up. Um and uh, and he's got like he's got behind him, he's got like uh, he's got these boards. Um, which are easily foldable down or falsifiable with the current um the current uh, what's the word going odds the current odds on the various of people you see there's probably about 30 contestants um who the bookies are uh, the bookies are bothering to have odds on but those those are the two big ones anyway um are you going to simply watch him or are you going to
3: talk to him i wouldn't ask no, the only but your characters about hiding I, I'm, I'm going to go up and talk to him to begin with okay. um i want to, to get like get it from the horse's mouth as it were Ah,
2: oh, me my old friend. Come in, sit us. Come in. We're outside. Come, come over here. You interested in uh, having a little flutter, eh?
3: Right? Oh, Jack, pal, you're not still doping rats for the races down the sewers, are you?
2: Well, oh, between you and me, only when, uh, only when the harvest is lean. If you take my, uh, if you take my gist, there's nothing wrong with giving a rat a little bit of uh,
3: liquid and, encouragement. Yeah. Speaking of lean harvests, um, what's your what's uh, what odds are you giving it then? Who's your favourite? Mm, well,
2: it's a it's a close one. Everyone's saying it's Versible's odds, but I think that's just because I got another good smell on him. To be honest with you, I think Lucius says uh, Lucius possibly has more political sway with the either Ups, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, um, I'm I'm uh, i quite I'd, I'd I'd quite I'm, I'm just going to drop out a character here. I don't know anything about making odds. So, no. um, let me let me have a quick thing about this. Um, otherwise, oh, they have to add up to unity. Otherwise, the
3: bookmaker loses money. So,
2: very well. Um, so, I'll give you two uh, uh, to t- t- one on Lucius and uh, one point five to one on Versible. If that's a thing you can have, <laughs> <laughs> you would get, get your money back and off again. If first of all, yeah. if first if
3: of all, actually, George a... Acker I was thinking of some more no. lucrative business opportunity than just being a bet on the outcome. Mm. How would you? Um, oh, well, I'll be looking the either side as I put my own companionable <coughs> on his shoulders. How would you feel feel about uh, achieving the odds a wee bit on this contest?
2: Well, you know me. I'm an honest man until there's a profit to be had. What's in it for me?
3: So your boy there, hes the favourite. That's right, is it? No. There's going to be a lot of money being placed on him, uh-huh. isn't there?
2: Well, presumably it's for some other bookmaker, yes. But I've—I've I've, I've got a few—a few, uh, a few stead in my pockets, yes.
3: So what if we knew he wasn't going to win? Oh, I see. I see. So we convince him to take a dive. That's what I'm thinking. We might have a little bit of an advantage here, but. Uh, uh-huh. I just need some coffee. Oh, how on earth can we convince him? He loves it.
2: He's
3: been he's he's been building up to this for the whole year.
2: I, oh, I, yeah. oh, yeah. some
3: of those roses aren't even really Adam put in. Aye, That's what I was thinking too. Let's just you and me have a wee. Uh, have, let's have a wee drink about this, shall we, and discuss our strategy. How does that sound, Jean-Jacques?
2: Yes. Let's have a drink about this, shall we? Um, and so, uh, what are you, what, 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 what? what uh, so, out of character. Yeah. Um, what's the overview of the plan you're putting forward to jean And
3: um, the overview of the plan is that we're basically rigged the betting. Um, you know, get people to get it to seem like versatile is truly the favourite, but then we're going to mm-hmm. pull the rug, rug out community. Under everybody, and make sure that uh, somebody else wins. Um, Right. uh, Who are you
2: planning on putting
3: in there? That is the the question that um, Mm. I probably want to bring to my um, companions, and since they can hear what I'm saying anyway on the uh, the old um, sacred chapel link up, um, yeah, they'll they'll be aware of what I'm starting a scheme. Very well.
2: So you're going to need some sort of patsy yes or someone in disguise or yes so i haven't mentioned any other npcs are in the running there are there are plenty if you want yeah. them i'm happy to make them up um there are there are a wide variety of other people who are
3: hopefuls certainly yeah, uh and, they, and they,
2: they, they're kind of in with a shot
3: but not not yeah, to the we same odds. We, we need to pick that and give them some kind of advantage um, and also that will also be very grateful to us uh, so yes so really- i like that
2: um, okay, let's think of an outsider. Um, let's see. Who have we got here? What about Jean-Jacques? <laughs> <laughs> He's the only other NPC I've had so well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I doubt he I wants that job, um,
4: that be, No,
2: well, I, I, mean, I don't yeah. think anyone's going to want the job that you're going to force them into. Uh, maybe not Jean-Jacques, then, because I can't keep up that atrocious accent for the whole game. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh. There's um, we've also got like a Garnet who could be useful. Like she's uh, like she's she's faithfully served the Elfa for a long time, and it would be definitely be a boon to to Ymiris household.
3: Mm. Mm. Would that be? But well, we um, want a
4: ministry patsy. So we want yeah. somebody we know that we could bend ear to.
3: Mm. Well, there's the four of you. Yes, yeah, so that is the other option for the Lostics, Paul.
4: You might, <laughs> you might make a good uh, harvest king. I'm all for it. Yeah, just like blow, uh, blow everybody's minds, make the blood richer,
3: harvesty. Oh, oh, it'd be awesome.
2: I think, I think there's something definitely interesting to be had with that. You know what? It's a hard sell. <laughs> you've got, you've got. I'm going to say it's about, it's about lunchtime. Um, so you've got until sundown, uh, to when when the ceremony takes place. Uh, up until then, drinking, feeding, that sort of thing. So you've got time to engineer something ridiculous, certainly. Um, if you can have, well, oh, who's this blood which everyone's talking about? But so, first yeah. you've got to get everyone talking about her. Ah, um, excellent. Yeah, I like that idea. Cool. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> okay, I like that. Um... Jean-Jacques, um, actually, you know what, um, give me a roll, please. Uh, this will be uh, compel and low society, or crime. I have crime and low
3: society because I'm just
2: tracking the guys. Oh, ah, well, pick whichever one you like. Yeah,
3: uh, but I don't have compel, so I, uh, I only got sixes. So my best result was a six. Mm, so. pair
2: of sixes. That's success, of that course, yeah. is what I like to see. <clears throat> okay, cool. Yeah, that is the same so Yeah, pretty much. I, I should just have that as all the results. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you take stress as a result of this not this fairly high profile thing you're doing. Um, I'm assuming for this for this to work as well you're going to have to inform him about the whole blood witch angle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Mm, stressful.
0: That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit row2playpodcast.com for more information. R O L L 2playpodcast.com. Like us over on Facebook at Road2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Road2Playpod. Have a question or comment? Email us at row2playpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with the game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by TriATachion. Visit SoundCloud.com slash TriATachion.